Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk Podcast. This is Amy Bisson here with Mickey Dumont. We are the Podcast Twins, and we are the host of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You will also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members, and we will keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. We had the pleasure of speaking with Lowell's Chief Equity and Engagement Officer, Latifa Phillips, about school site councils this week. The councils, which are required by Massachusetts education law, are experiencing something of a rebirth as their responsibilities and decision-making are an essential part of the Student Opportunity Act. The school site councils are not only governed by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts law, there are policies in place through the Lowell Public Schools Policy Manual. Latifa Phillips, in her role as the Chief Equity and Engagement Officer, is working to ensure that Lowell Schools site councils not only comply with state and local policies, but are also opportunities for collaboration, engagement, and empowerment by all stakeholders in the Lowell Public Schools. Today, we'd like to welcome Latifa Phillips. Hey, good afternoon. We're here today with Latifa Phillips from Lowell Public Schools. She's our Chief Equity and Engagement Officer for the district, and we invited her to speak with us today specifically about the new, uh, newly focused school site councils that um, every school in the district is responsible for creating and moving forward in order to achieve their goal of getting a school improvement plan in place. Uh, is it uh, April 1st, Latifa? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No thank, thank you for Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. So um, the process timeline that we've shared with our schools is that, you know, school-based decision-making will be, be um, a key priority mm-hmm. for this school year, especially because we are implementing fair student funding. Um, so placing more of the funding at the school level for the decisions. Mm-hmm. We believe that, you know, our, our administrators and teachers and families, the ones who are closest to our students, mm-hmm. um, know best about their needs and how to, um, how to serve our students. So with fair student funding, um, the, the budget process is such that the funding will be allocated to schools mm-hmm. um, in March, at which point the schools will align the funding with their strategic decision-making. Mm-hmm. In April, the, the site councils um, will present, the schools will present their budget to central office, a mm-hmm. team at central office, where we'll review, ask some questions, um, and come to um, a consensus on, on the budget, which will then be presented to the school committee in May. Now this final process is fairly new to the district. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And, and it's basically because of the Student Opportunity Act, which has increased the amount of funding uh, that come to our schools. Because I, I think at this point, a lot of our schools, school site councils are being resurrected mm-hmm. because of all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is a, a priority and, and value of our district and administration. So when we had the budget adjustment in the fall, 
Mm -hmm. um, the schools that received mm -hmm. the funding were mm -hmm. asked to um, utilize site councils in the decision making in preparation for the larger fair student funding um, initiative. Mm -hmm. so, so that's the direction we were going. Um, Regardless. <laughs> so I'm going to back way up sure. for the uninitiated. Sure, sure. What is a school site council? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, that's a school-based team um, led by the principal and a co-facilitator mm -hmm. to, um, to make the decisions in the best interest of the students around the improvement plan, mm -hmm. around the professional development um, around family engagement. Mm -hmm. So really making, um, again, the, you know, it's an acknowledgement that each building is different, has every different student needs. group has unique needs, mm -hmm. and um, we really want to empower our, our school buildings, our school sites to make the best decisions for our kids. If you're interested in becoming more involved at your school site, mm -hmm. what's the process? Say I'm a parent and mm -hmm. I'd like to mm -hmm. become a little bit more involved in my school this way. Mm -hmm. What would be the process for someone like me? Right, so the, the, the point uh, person right now really is your principal mm -hmm. uh, because, again, they are the, the, the lead and the responsible party for ensuring that um, this group is brought together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can talk more about how everyone gets onto this, um, mm -hmm. to the council. But the principal is responsible for ensuring that everyone gets there via election process, if that's designated for the seat that um, an individual sits in or through appointment. But um, if someone is interested, that's, that's the best starting point. Okay. Um, we're also encouraging all of our schools to strengthen um, their website, the mm -hmm. information on the website mm -hmm. around how to be involved because there's the formal site council, but there's um, just broader broader engagement. And so maybe you, you are interested, mm -hmm. but you don't have the time to put into uh, being on a site sure. council. Well, there's opportunity for, for input um, for, for other school members, oh, school good. community members. That's okay. important. Mm -hmm. So Latifa, tell us about the elected members of the council, who mm -hmm. would they be? Sure. So um, those would be teachers and parents, and for um, nine through twelve high schools, that would be students okay. as well. Right. And can you describe that process a bit? Sure. Uh, who Who is in charge of the teacher election, the parent election, mm -hmm. and the student election? Mm -hmm. So the the um, election should be peer led. Okay. Right? But again, the principal has a role in mm -hmm. ensuring that. Um, the elections happen, you know, reaching out to, to teachers, you know, to determine. Notifying parents. Mm -hmm, notifying parents, mm -hmm. um, notifying students okay. that, that this position is, is available. And what about the balance between the teachers and parents? Mm -hmm. So it, it's, um, I'm glad you raised that because parity between teachers and parents is really mm -hmm. important. It is. And, um, yeah. Sometimes families who aren't professional educators in the classroom can feel intimidated, right, to speak sure. about, um, sure. you know, the business of education. Mm -hmm. and, and we want to hear their voices as, um, you know, important stakeholders, you mm -hmm. know, of, of education. And then we want our teachers as well to share, um, you know, their professional knowledge and expertise. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, there really should be a 50-50 you know, goal. I agree. 
right, in, mm -hmm. in representation. So there's no set number. It's there's just no set number. Ratio. Right, right. And, uh, you know, the, the principal, the administrator will want to look at the size of the school, sure. yeah. um, just all of nice. the different factors yeah. in determining, um, you know, what the composition should should look like because there are other members, um, other seats on there as mm -hmm. well. Um, you know, if your team gets too big, I know. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it makes it hard to, it to um, <laughs> make decisions. So let's speak about that, mm -hmm. the size of the council. Mm -hmm. um, talk about the other part of the council that's not elected. How does that work and okay. how, who becomes a member of that piece? Right, so those, um, we have seats for community members. Okay. And that's through the appointment by the principal okay. and the administrator. Um, and then the principal can also appoint other school staff. So um, non-educational, non-instructional school staff, um, support staff. For example, um, the custodian or the, sure. the school clerk who mm -hmm. are important members of the school community. Mm -hmm. So Latifah, tell us a little bit about uh, logistically how the the school site council meets, how many times, is there are there any set rules like that? Sure, so the, the site council should meet at least monthly, but um, given the the um, important role of of adopting improvement Mm -hmm. you know, goals and improvement plan and tying it to the budget, mm -hmm. um, there may be need for additional meetings sure. um, outside of monthly. Um, but we, we always want to make sure that that all of the members of the council can meet, but also that the meetings are um, times that are accessible to the rest of the school community. And, and, that, and the families. And the, and the uh -huh. families. Right, so, so the school community meaning teachers, families, community yeah. members. Um, you know, all of the stakeholders who are involved in, yeah. in ensuring the, the success of a school students. That would be meeting beyond the school day mm -hmm. in order to accommodate most. Right. We've also um, asked that our, that our site councils um, follow the open meetings mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, act. With Good point. Yes. So, so what does that mean? So that means that the agenda has to be published mm -hmm. at least 48 hours in advance okay. um, of the meeting and um, making sure that that information is, is public and accessible. Um, also that the minutes of the meeting are, mm -hmm. are um, posted so that anyone who wasn't able to attend the meeting is still able to follow um, the the discussion and the business oh, that's that great took, to know. took yeah. place at the meeting. Right. So that kind of brings up um, something that maybe we haven't explicitly stated, that even though you're not appointed to the official school site council, one could attend these meetings mm -hmm. and Absolutely. listen in as um, things are being discussed and yes. decided. Yes, so they, they are open to the public. Um, each site council will have to determine um, you know, it's formal operations. Sure. So, um, you know, ways that that other non-members can provide input. Are they going to have guest speakers, guest presenters? Mm -hmm. um, but also um, clarifying the time that is set aside just for the site council to have their deliberation and any formal votes. Mm -hmm. So, Latifa, if I go as a parent, mm -hmm. as an observer, mm -hmm. Am I allowed to ask questions at these meetings? 
so that, that contribute to so, the conversation? So um, I would imagine yes. Okay. Um, but again, the the site council has to set up the structure. Okay. For that. Okay. Um, so it, it really is a formal council, a formal process. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the process very easily could go awry if you haven't put <laughs> some parameters, <laughs> parameters around it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can so, see that happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So that would be almost one of the first things that a council would need to take mm-hmm, care of is mm-hmm. what are the protocols for right. when they have a meeting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So the principal is actually a co-chair of mm-hmm, the council. Mm-hmm. Who would the other co-chair be? So the council would vote. On the co-chair. Okay, and, so it could uh, be any member the of the council. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you find the process going so far? Now, we're late starting this year, I think, mm-hmm. for a lot of our schools, mm-hmm. and we're fast approaching the deadline dates for the uh, school improvement plans. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the next steps are for coming up the month of March? Mm-hmm. So I think that moves things are going to start moving really quickly. I do too. Um, we we did ask that all councils be in place this month. Okay. Um, that all of our schools evaluate the current um, council that they have. Okay. And as well as the process that was taken okay. for current council members to make it to mm-hmm. to the team, sure. um, we recognize that with. Um, you know, fair student funding and the the uh, new funding being allocated to the district. There may be, um, you know, peaked interest or renewed interest <laughs> in the know. site council. I can't imagine. Right, you know? know. However, we also shared that, um, you know, earlier in the year, you know, there were opportunities for, for teachers and parents and, and students mm-hmm. to be a part of this. And, you know, in the cases where people came forward and, and mm-hmm. said, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> we want to make sure that we're, we're um, you know, honoring their, their um, you know, decision to come forward early on. Mm-hmm. But also as a team reflecting on where is there room for, um, you know, opening up new seats is there balanced representation not only in um, parents teachers and um, students but also um, do we have a diverse membership sure. on our team mm-hmm. and did we um, it's very important you know did did we take every step possible to right. um, encourage um, you know our, our diverse communities um, representatives to be a part of mm-hmm. of um, you know this team. Mm-hmm. I think so. that's very important, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very critical. Well, I have to say for for us at the UTL, we're very grateful to you, Latifa, for uh, the way you've collaborated with us over this whole process, and we appreciate your commitment and your support throughout the whole process. Sure, no, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm thankful as well for your reaching out, and um, I think we share the same goals in and wanting this to be successful for our schools. And I think we'll be seeing you at our uh, building representative tomorrow. meeting tomorrow. Yes, you will. So that you can, you know, inform our reps about the process and answer any questions that they may have. Mm-hmm. So I know we have some members who are looking forward to that. Great, yeah, great, great. Well, I am as well, so thank you. Thank you, Latifa. <laughs> thank you very much. So, as you've just heard, 
Lowell's school site councils will be quite busy over the next several weeks and months as they begin to meet and do the work at hand. As the councils become more active, be sure to check individual school websites for news of the council's meetings and upcoming agenda items. We once again thank Latifa for speaking with us on today's podcast. We hope that this conversation helps to clear any misconceptions about the roles and formation of school site councils across the Lowell Public Schools. We are including some generally informative links on our podcast website for your perusal. We once again thank you for tuning into this episode. We hope that if you enjoy what you hear, you will subscribe to our podcast using Apple iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast aggregator. As always, we welcome your general comments and your feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcast topics, or if you are aware of UTL members who might be willing to share their experiences and expertise, send us an email at utlstraighttalk at gmail.com. So until next time, this is Amy Bisson and Mickey Dumont wishing you a great week.